0: Hello and welcome to the Daily Post Podcast. My name is Yuri Mello. I will be your host as I guide you through the most valuable and relevant emotional and psychological ideas. Ideas that will transform your perspective and enhance your personal life and relationships. Let's do this. This is episode number 31. Hello and welcome. I'm so happy that you're here. I hope you enjoyed the previous week and all the quotes that I shared with you that were my very favorite, and I hope that perhaps you found some of your very own or maybe even added to your own collection of quotes that are just inspiring, motivating, life-changing, et cetera, stuff that you may wanna pass on and repeat out loud to your kids, to your friends, to your spouse, et cetera. Well, today is another amazing weekly challenge. I want you to just sit back, Relax and become a conflict expert. There is so much conflict in our lives that is just how it is, and so much of that just has to do with who we are, with our history, with how we were brought up, our culture, religious, non-religious, spiritual, non-spiritual, etc. We are just individuals to the core. That is like who we are, and have half of the stuff that's inside of us we don't even know where that stuff came from and so here we are and I think that that's why so much conflict exists so much disagreement so much arguing and honestly listen to me it's okay like and I think that that's a very difficult thing for me because I am such a conflict avoider like and it's a problem in my lovely amazing wife has helped me to see that I don't have to just run or shut down when there is a disagreement or when something maybe perhaps needs to be said. And I think as I have grown and matured and I mean, I'm 45, I've got a lot of room to grow for sure. But as I've learned, I've learned about the importance of of having disagreements, of coming to the table, of having an opinion, of sharing that opinion, and perhaps even more important, learning to hear and consider the opinions of others without constantly being offended. And so today we're gonna talk a little bit about how do we learn this art of war, right? How do we learn this ability to resolve and to engage in a conflict without Losing out on the relationships or harming the relationships that we love and that we want to maintain. Now, I'm going to talk about some of the characteristics that I feel will be absolutely critical for you. So, first, I'm going to give you almost like a foundation, like a base. So, this is what needs to be happening cognitively, like as our philosophical and psychological foundation that will help us to deal with conflict in a better way from this moment forward. Number one, I find that people who have a high level of humility do well in conflict. Why? Well, they do well because they realize that they don't own the corner on the truth. They realize that much of who they are, what they are, what they believe is a part of their history, a part of their context. And so they don't feel like whatever it is that they're saying, that it has to be the truth. They acknowledge that there are that there is truth elsewhere, that my friends, that my children, that my coworkers, that my boss, that my that my wife, they can be speaking the truth to me. And humble people are soft enough. Their hearts are soft enough. Their mind has enough room in it to be open. And so as a result, they tend to be a little bit more conscious, less defensive in arguments, and thus better able to be understanding of others. Which brings me to my next one. People who deal with conflict well seek to understand others first. And themselves second, or they, they, the being understood is second primarily to the one where we seek to understand others. Now, this is a classic seven habits of highly effective people, one of his own methods, one of his own ideas. And I think it's a really good one, it's a really important one because part of our own, and it almost goes against our own grain, right? Which is, it's all about us, and there's a little bit of an egocentric. Peace to us, right? Where we feel like the world should think like us, should feel like us, should do like us, should believe like us. And of course, that is totally absurd, right? That doesn't even make sense. But somehow to our brain, it does. And we just think, well, if I'm loved this way, then other people will like to be loved the same way. If this is how I gain respect or earn respect or give respect, then this is how other people do the same. And of course, like nothing could be further from the truth, I mean, there could be some things that resemble one another. And that's why this piece is so important. When our children are speaking, when our spouse is speaking, when an employer or employee Let's seek to understand them by exploring, by asking questions and understanding where it is that they're coming from. This is a phenomenal tool because it promotes in them as well and it invites them, it invites and promotes respect. And if you're willing to listen to them, they're much more likely to listen to you. And it's all about inviting and promoting, right? We're constantly inviting, we're constantly promoting something in the interaction. And being humble, being open, having a heart open, a mind open, seeking to understand promotes that in the conversation. By the way, it doesn't guarantee it, right? We're adults. We realize that we can invite things and promote things, but they don't exactly come to pass, right? And that's not why we do it. We do it because this is our principle, I'm humble because I believe in being humble. I seek to understand because I believe in seeking to understand, right? So we have to have these principles. They have to be ours. They have to be our own, right? The next one, when we add humility to seeking to understand, the next one is some skills. And I'll talk about some of those skills in just a minute that will honestly facilitate the process because sometimes, honestly, we're just not good at conflict And one of the reasons, and this is really important, I've talked about this in previous podcasts, is we just have to be understanding of our own biology. I know sometimes we're really character-based, right? Which means, well, if he can't keep us cool, if he's this, if she's that, why does she get so defensive? Why does he get to be such a this? Why did her? And we have to realize that when our biology gets a hold of us, that means When our heart rate goes up, when our blood accelerates, when chemicals begin to be released in the brain, when our anxiety and our fear response gets triggered, we lose some of our ability to be the very best that we can be. The reason why that's important is because we can then approach a conflict. We can approach a situation right, less based on, well, I just need to say this or it's my right to say this or I'm the dad or the mom or the whatever, And we can approach the situation in a way that helps the other person to be more responsive. And so I always try to go in a situation, and I don't always do it, obviously, whether it's with my kids or with other people that I work with or with my friends or with my wife. And I try to bring the skills so that we can maintain a conversation at the level where it can be effective. And where our relationship and our future and our long-term goals and outcomes can benefit instead of it all being about the short-term and me being heard and me being understood and what about me and what about blah, 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 blah. So we'll talk about skills in just a moment. So in addition to our humility, seeking to understand, improving our skills, ultimately, we will fail, right? maybe not you but me i know that i will fail i will become emotionally overwhelmed i will be hard-headed tough-headed totally myopic and stuck in in my own pattern of thinking, in my own beliefs, I will miss the big picture. Sometimes I'll even see the big picture, but I'll just portray myself like the victim and I'll blame and I'll be the martyr and I'll fantasize about really odd things and what I should have said and what I should have done and why didn't I do this and blah, 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 blah. And all this other immature stuff that just runs through my mind. I am such a disaster. I can't believe I just admitted that to you. But it's just the truth, isn't it? Maybe not for you, but it is for me. And so ultimately, this last step is all about repairing. We have to believe in repairing, in not only being good repairs, but in accepting repairs when they're given back to us and this is how we become masters of conflict instead of disasters, right? Relationship masters instead of relationship disasters. That's what I'm hoping for you. Now, some of the skills, one of the things that I would tell you right off the bat is don't come in the situation aggressively, and aggressively just means blaming, attacking, and ambushing your partner, your friends, your children, generalizing you always, you never, right? Being critical of who they are, right? Which really places them in a box, right? And of course, when we come aggressively, right? With guns ablazing, right? What does that invite and promote? It promotes defensiveness, right? So then the other individual either just attacks right back, Or they shut down and they're not listening, right? Or they just end up closing the doors, right? Because they almost see no option. There's no possibility that they can even converse or win, which, and of course, it's not about winning, but maybe it feels like that a little bit. But that's what happens is when we come aggressive, we promote defensiveness. And then, of course, the most likely outcome is, resentment. It's contempt, right? After the hot war comes the cold war, which is the silent treatment. It's the hurt, right? It's us obsessing about what could have happened and us thinking bad thoughts about the people we love, right? This is when we go into that self-victimization place, of blaming, of being the martyr, of gathering armies, of comparing, right? This is where the bitterness and the resentment comes in, and this is where we barricade ourselves, right? Refusing to take action because they need to be the ones to rectify it. They need to be the ones to do this. And so it's just important for us to realize, right, don't use these tools, Begin your conversations with the people you love and with the people that you want to retain a relationship with softly, gently. Ask for permission. Ask if it's the right time. Let them know that you want to have a serious conversation. Get them ready for it. Let them know that they're not in trouble but that we want to discuss something that matters to you. That This is so key. Why would we do this? Because We want to have effective conversations. We want to have long-term relationships that are built even through our discussions, right? So preface things, right? Offer opinions, but provide your opinions with room for a disagreement. Because when we don't, the only message we're really preaching is, it's not safe, Like, if you believe anything else than what I believe, then you're stupid. You're unintelligent. You're not wise. You're immature. You're too young. You're too old. You're too whatever, right? You don't understand, right? And so it's important for us to communicate in a way that promotes open dialogue and understanding to flow and for a relationship to flourish Instead of when we present information in such a dogmatic and closed way, the only option is conflict. The only option is more argument. And so anyways, my friends, be conscious about what it is that you want. Be aware of what it is that you are inviting and transform and change. Change. Our most important asset in this life, without, without fail, is our relationships. It just is. And so address them, treat them, nourish them, even in your arguments. Be less afraid of conflict. This will help you to stay present This will help you to stay emotionally and psychologically and verbally focused instead of you losing your mind and your old fear and old behaviors and old trauma and instead begin to transform and invite understanding, invite softness, invite gentleness and then, and then we will receive the reward most likely that we seek, which is a loyal, honest, relationship. My friends, I believe in you. I believe in you. Please go through that. Begin now. Begin now. Begin to make this better in your life. Be a little bit more humble. Recognize that you, don't, you just don't know much and it's okay. Like don't be offended by that. It's just the truth. Like we don't know anything. Seek to be understanding. Explore instead of ha- jumping on people and attacking them right? Improve the skills, right? Preface things softer, more understanding, more loving, more, lo- more patient, more long suffering with people without manipulation, without guilt, without constantly trying to like get people to do what it is that you want to do. People don't have to agree with you for heaven's sakes. And then when we fall short and we will, I will, I'll speak for myself, then let's come to the table and repair And when our friends come to repair, when our children and spouses come to repair, let's repair with them. Let's be hopeful. Let's be optimistic. My friends, I love you. I care for you. I wish you the best week. And I hope that these skills inspire you to do better and to come out of these situations better instead of bleeding all over and bitter. Anyways, I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope you enjoyed this week. And I hope that your conflicts, your challenges, your disagreements, your arguments become better and instead become a source of strength, a source that binds you together instead of breaks you apart. Anyways, have a fantastic week and I'll see you tomorrow.